Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. The younger years are different than the middle years and the high school years. You know, every every stage is different, but then every child is different too. And so, of course, that can mm-hmm. add a whole lot of, um, I don't want to say complication, but, but it can take a lot of effort from a parent to know how to discipline in, in all those different years, especially if you've got multiple kids. But let's move into kind of those middle school years, those preteen years, as they're trying to just figure out who in the world they are and how God made them and what they're supposed to do with this thing that we call life. How do we discipline through those years? You know, uh, is, there's no doubt that as as a child grows, you know, and sometimes they grow faster than their years. You know, every child's different. Sometimes, you know, they have follow a typical pattern. Sometimes you have a seven-year-old that seems like an adult, you know, and so emotionally they develop uh, in different phases. And so it's imperative that we understand and know our child and know how our child responds to different methods or approaches to correction. And so there is definitely no absolute, this is one rule, one approach that fits every child, every situation. And so that's what makes the parenting job so hard. And and uh, and we've all made mistakes. We've all done the wrong thing, said the wrong thing. You know, so there's no doubt we're going to, um, we're going to um, use a, a wrong approach uh, along the way, but can we get smarter and wiser? And that's the whole goal of learning about this job of parenting. Uh, and so, uh, you know, children, uh, as they exit the early years, they're, they're, they're becoming more emotional. And, and I talk about this in the book that, that emotions kind of come alive in the, uh, in the preteen years, and it seems like they, all they say, all their their terms are "I'm tired" or "I'm exhausted" or "I'm excited" or you know, all the words that they will use have you know an emotional charge to it, and so it's important to to be careful with emotion during those years, and uh, and so uh, we've got to stay calm because they're going from one extreme to the other, and so even in our correction is that it has to be very clear. And I would say that they understand words during those years. They understand concepts. And so we don't have to use the language of physical pain to correct. And it should be, let's talk about what desired behavior is. And so sometimes uh, it's just slowing them down enough to let them think and get them out of the feeling and, and training their thinking. And so discipline is as much training as it is punishment. So uh, it's, it's very important to keep those things in mind, particularly in those preteen years. So, and yeah, then yeah. As, as we get into the, the high school years, uh, it, it's, it's more that we should be helping them to, to dream and pursue those things and foster that. So it's more of a launching and, and not so much as, you know, hemming them in. It's more of an idea of saying, okay, we're helping you to find your path and we're encouraging you along, pushing them forward rather than holding them back. 
You know, one one example from the preteen years uh, of uh, a training technique uh, that that we used uh, to try to n- not make it as as harsh, but to make it a true true training and correction is that during those that that time period, our oldest children were uh, in competitive horseback riding. And with uh, competitive riding, you have all these different things that are made of leather. There are saddles and there are uh, uh, spur straps and there are all kinds of uh, halters and different things. And so leather has to be conditioned to be to remain supple and, and useful. And, uh, and so but no one really ever wanted to take time to do that. And at the very same time, uh, the children were becoming very chaotic in, in their taking care of their personal things, ball gloves and, and hats and books and articles of clothing. They were, they were just kind of dropping them wherever. And, and uh, so I had, I had a choice to make, and that was I could uh, go through the house uh, stomping my foot and shouting. And, but because it's a highly charged, emotionally charged time period, I knew it needed to be more controlled, but it needed to have a punishment that was linked to a desired behavior. And so um, we, we, we came up with this plan where I, had a, I got a big cardboard box and it was the, the jail for items that were out of their place. And so, so I could go through the house at any time, night or day, and if something was on the floor, it was not in its place, I could get that item and throw it in the box. And that, but they had to redeem it. And so we, we were teaching the idea of redemption. You, there's a price to redeem an item, and that's scriptural. Okay, so, so to redeem any of their items that were in the box, they had to condition one piece of, piece of leather. And so they could do it while we were watching a movie or telling stories or reading books or different things. So it didn't have to be total painful, but it was something that everybody knew it needed to be done. Nobody really wanted to do it, but it was their price for redeeming their item. And so I loved it whenever it was a favorite pair of shorts or it was their ball glove or something that they had to have. And I knew that they would sense the, the, in a sense, the pain of having to uh, redeem it. And, and, and so that concept of redemption uh, became a very, uh, very well-known concept. And, and today I see them doing the very same things in their lives. You know, whenever they need to fix something, they know that there's a price to, to fixing it. And that's just normal training. Yeah. And so sometimes the, 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 the correction is not totally painful. It is training. There's a cost to it, but it doesn't have to be painful, and it certainly doesn't have to be emotional. And and so uh, having a plan uh, like the the cardboard jail that that kept us from getting emotional. We just said, "Oops, you uh, broke the rules here. There's a price to pay." And so they knew, and and it wasn't. It was more relational. It wasn't like I was trying to put. You know, they they knew I was not trying to cause them harm. And that they really were the ones that caused their own trouble. So, so there, there are things like that that we can do creatively to train our children, to correct our children in a non-emotional, non-harsh or, you know, injurious way. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.